Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Vaginas are absolute magic. And Ollie is here to give them the respect they deserve. That means shame-free supplements made with clinically studied ingredients to keep your pH in check. And your pleasure a priority. Put yourself on top. Go to Ollie.com today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. A Big Spark Studios original. (laughs) Hey... How are we doing? <laughs> How are we today? <laughs> hey, everybody. What's up? And welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I am super excited for today's episode. But before we get into it, I'd like to remind you all to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. We upload the video episodes up to youtube.com slash Chris if video episodes are more of your gig. And then um, be sure to rate and review. It helps us out just so much. And listen... It makes me happier. And don't we all want me happy? Um, Today, I'm so excited because I have someone that is like one of the people that I have known the longest since being on the internet. And it's... Anyways, Miss Benny is here with us. Hi. Is this where I speak? (laughs) Yeah, this is. It's called a podcast. So we're really banking on you to talk. Okay, cool. Yeah, I can um, do my best. Um... (laughs) Yeah, I'm so happy to be here. I really can't pinpoint how long we've known each other at this point. <laughs> I was trying to think about it today, and then I my ADHD really got the best of me, and I was like, "Well, oop!" I I, I just it feels like a lifetime. I'm freaked out because I I think it might be close to. I mean, is it close to ten years? Like, I think I literally met you when I was like 15 or 16, which is like so crazy to me because you were like through our mutual friend and. Uh, your manager, Lisa, we met just through the whole YouTube scene. And it's, 
I was going to talk about this after we do the cause, but I mean, you, I really relate to you and respect you so much because you, Mm. we both really started out so young, kind of not knowing what the hell we were doing. Yeah. And we've both just really kind of gone on to live so many different lives in our careers through it. I mean, this is starting to sound like a little sex in the city, but like <laughs> it, I, I really, when I was thinking about like what we're going to talk about, I just, it like hit me that I feel this like resonance to you because you are like such a go-getter. You're such a hustler. You, we share the same trauma. <laughs> <laughs> we share the same warfare. I mean, if you say the phrase playlist live around us, we'll both get a nosebleed. So I just like had a seizure. Um, mm-hmm. Now, something I like doing when we have guests on is having them come with a charitable shout out or an organization that could use some eyes, love or donations. And Miss Benny came with For the Girls, which my computer autocorrected to for the growls just this fierce <laughs> um yeah for the girls is is not just an amazing fun charity to say it is also a great um organization that raises money to assist specifically black trans people help them pay their rent help them with gender affirming care it is a very uh, hard time to be a trans person right now especially with things like healthcare on the line so places like for the girls are just like a really great resource for specifically Black trans people to pull from. And I am in support of all things trans. I don't know if you know about me, but I'm trans. And so... <laughs> I read the Time article, doll. Oh, that little thing. <laughs> Quite an iconic little come out just on time. <laughs> you love that headline? It was like, Miss Benny is glamorous, dot, 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 and transgender. I think that's so funny. I know I was like get those photos by the way which Daniel took right yes that was the first time I ever shot with Dan one of our mutual friends and I I was so happy that I got to be so special I know I was kind of offended I was like how dare you it took me transitioning to shoot me god damn it (laughs) (laughs) he's so fucking gifted oh my god no when I saw just the whole thing I I remember I like had just woken up and I looked at my phone and I was like (gasps) oh Oh my God. It was just beautiful. I'm just so happy for you. You've always been someone that's been inspiring because you have always been you. Love that. Just at, like at a time like this, especially to come out as trans when just being trans existing is coming under attack. Like, I just, I think it's really inspirational for a lot of people. And I realize that I'm sounding like a 60-year-old on, like, Good Morning America. This is just so inspiring. But like, No, it's great. I don't think you and I have ever had an earnest moment in our life. So this is really fun for us to exercise that new muscle. (laughs) As to being like, no, you're so talented. You're so sweet. It's like, whoa, look at us. Ah." I know, it is crazy. (laughs) Now I wanted to hop in to hear from other people, a.k.a. our unhinged listeners, Every episode, we take voicemails that you guys can call into at 310-844-6459. And you can tell us about anything crazy. You can ask for advice if you need a stupid debate in your life settled. Come 
just come. Uh, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to take it, let you take it away. Um, I'm excited. Hi, Chris. I'm watching the prank calls gone wrong episode right now. I don't By the know way, I love oh. you so much. You're so f- funny. Thank you. Um, no, I got that, doll. So basically, um, I'm like trans feminine. I'm non-binary, um, but I identify as trans kind of. And I work in a drive-thru for a coffee corporation that I won't name. <laughs> and I get harassed on the daily because I am like a drive-thru worker. I sit there and I see everyone. One time we were out of Frappuccinos and someone called me up. Esler, <laughs> they like gassed it past the window and called me Esler, and I was like, homie, over a frappuccino. Anyways, um, how do you deal with that? How do I how do I go about like making myself be able to sleep at night with that kind of stuff? Because management won't do anything, you know. How do I get over that? Because their opinions don't matter, but I need to learn how to internalize that, you know. Anyways, <laughs> don't know if any of that was coherent. Um, no, that was so much. Love the f***ing podcast. Thank you. Uh, yeah, bye Oh my god, bye. Um, no, I mean, I think I was trying not to make a joke for F slur being Frappuccino. Um, I was literally right there with you. <laughs> this We're in, like, YouTuber rehabilitation, so both of us were like, don't make the stupid joke. Literally, I was like, this is really tender and sweet and honestly probably one of the most genuine voicemails I've gotten on this podcast. I know. I mean, why don't you answer, Miss Benny? Oh, sure. Well, first of all, I want to say I also love the identification of kind of trans. I think we all operate under that at some point in our lives, so I totally understand you. Um, I have no idea what possible uh, coffee chain this could be. There's so many <laughs> options to think about. There's one in particular that I know used to pay for people's gender-affirming care, and they don't anymore, so that's interesting. But anyway... Um... Wait, is it the same one that has um, an item called a Frappuccino on their website? <laughs> <laughs> You know, some things are starting to make sense. Um, I don't know. I mean, if I'm being honest, like, I personally, when you get called certain words so many times at a certain point, you do kind of have that sense of humor about it of like, I can't believe you're going to say something like this over a Frappuccino. I can't believe you're going to like, make the conscious decision of like, I'm gonna get this person. Like, that's so crazy to me that like, truly the only way I've been able to get through it is to just laugh. I know that like when I came out as trans recently through my time article, someone commented, <laughs> I mean, there were so many transphobic comments, like just in general, but my, I kind of started to enjoy them because they got really clever, particularly one I thought was really funny. Someone was like, Miss Benny, huh, let's say Mr. Benny. And I was like, oh, you gagged me. Oh, you got me. Oh, you got me. You got me me good. (laughs) So sometimes I feel like you just have to laugh because the circumstances which people use these words in are just so absurd. I mean, I'm sure when you're you're making this person's drink, you're just giggling over the fact that they're giving you that much power. So as long as you're safe, laugh. We love to laugh. Yeah, that is like exactly pretty much what I was like. You hear it enough times where you're sort of like what does that even mean at this point because like yeah it it just starts to lose kind of all meaning after you've heard it a certain amount of times and like I always say like I laugh at it because it is kind of funny to see how creative people get and how much this bothers them of people that they like don't ever have to really interact with getting a drink from we'll call it Starbucks allegedly Getting a drink from Starbucks, like, that's not really an interaction. That's like a transaction. So, like... Transaction. 
Oh my God. This is like a slam poetry in the making. I swear to God. I know. There's there's some clever wordplay that we could really dive into here. <laughs> Between tra- frappuccinos and transactions. I can see it now. <laughs> but yeah, I think you just, it's something that you have to go on your own personal journey of and kind of, I, I don't know. There is no r- right answer or like shortcut or really anything along those lines. Yeah. It's just kind of a, a process as is a lot of what queer people have to go through on a daily basis. I will say also like, <clears throat> I always giggle at like when somebody's homophobia or transphobia towards me is just them calling me trans or calling me gay because <laughs> Like, I look back to when I was a kid and, like, the boys in Texas would call me gay. They'd be like, oh, you're so gay. And, like, now I'm looking back, I'm like, you were right. Like, and what? Am I bad at being gay? Am I ugly? Like, am I annoying? Like, what kind of gay am I? Yeah, give me some pointers here. I love when somebody in my comments is like, you know that you were born a man. And I'm like, believe me, hon, I'm very aware. I got you. I very (laughs) much, if you're thinking about it, honey, me too. So I don't know. I mean, so somebody's just saying like a slur towards me that's just labeling me. I'm like, you're correct. <laughs> you are right. <laughs> and now what? That's what's so funny about looking back at like middle school and stuff. I'm always just like, why was I so defensive? Like the girls were right. You're like, I literally was. <laughs> it's so crazy that like. Just you get to an age and a point in life where you just don't fucking care. Like, yeah, I really do firmly believe that. And being safe is like, I will say, the most important thing because, of course, I sit in a position of having. I, I mean, that was one of my driving forces to build the life I have now was to become more, quote unquote, powerful than the people who could like hurt me or come for me. I just wanted to build as big and stable of a life as possible so that it's like, okay, you can't really say shit now. Right. Yeah. I don't know. You just got to do what's best for you and trust your gut that like, it goes a lot further than you think. And my gut is currently going a lot further than I think because Papa's eating good. (laughs) Now, I wanted to go over some pop culture stories and to culture us a little bit. Um, Something I've been seeing a lot about that I have just been avoiding like the plague is a fun thing that Instagram is introducing called Threads, which is Twitter's new competitor. Uh, Instagram's Threads app. Oh, my God. It's a whole separate app. I'm on it right here. Isn't that crazy? Are you actually... I downloaded it last night because I got a push notification about it. And I was like, you know, I'm in promo for my show. So I was like, oh, let's get into it. Oh, and, my um, God. Is it good? It's fine. Like, I, here's the problem with it. I feel like, and maybe you'll relate to this as, like, a, a recovering YouTuber. But <laughs> I, I like, when I see a new social media platform show up, I feel like I need to go, like, chain smoke. Because I'm like so exhausted. <laughs> no, like I literally, I was like, now I have to download this, and now I have to like make it a thing, and then I have to like see if anyone's talking about it in two weeks, and then it's the embarrassment of now. There's just like always going to be this thing. I mean, the amount of social media platforms that have came and went in our time, I feel like such a boomer. I'm sick of it. 
<laughs> Same. Oh my God. You summed up a feeling that I have not been able to like put my finger on, but that is exactly it. I feel like a grandpa because I have survived so many failed apps that I've joined. We have outlived so many of these. Oh, it's brutal. And then now, like, when Twitter is, like, adding the, like, like word count rate thing or how many tweets you're allowed to see. Yeah. I literally find myself saying things like, why can't we just keep up the old ways? Like, why can't we just go back to when it was MySpace and Facebook and Instagram? Like, I am like, how dare you make me sound like that? <laughs> no, I, but I feel the same way. I was like, what was wrong with Instagram? Just being pictures with shitty filters. Like, do we not miss the simplicity, guys? There's people going to Los Angeles just for a picture with a pink wall. What have we done? Uh, I miss Melrose for that reason. Um, I, no, I, <laughs> do you? <laughs> I start to negotiate with my girl and this is me. Uh, no, I start to negotiate with myself where I'm like, I for a long time was like, I want chronological timelines. And now I'm like, you can push ads just like no more video long for like, I, I can't. I was like, I understand I have to make a reel, but please don't make me make a reel. Like it's too real. Yeah, no, but like, that's exactly it is like, and then you have to like play the game to like, uh, it's just, it's horrid. My hands are literally going numb talking about it right now. I'm like having a panic attack. It's crazy. I saw that like 5 million people <laughs> downloaded and I was like, guys, stop it. The only problem I have with threads so far is that if you go to someone's profile on Instagram who has made a thread account, it will show like it'll link their thread account on their profile, but it's like numbers right now. So like if you went to my Instagram, it's like Miss Benny glamorous bio. And then it's like seven, six, two, two, three, three, three. And I'm like, that is so clunky. I regret this so much. I don't know. It's kind of hot. It's like, I mean, we're in such an era of people like pulling links off their profile, no bio, lowercase name. Like we're so minimalist now that it's like, now we have numbers. The girls are like really trying not to seem like they care. They're like, I don't care. Stop by. I'm like, no, here's a full link tree, bitch. Here's all the apps I want you to follow. I'm like, let's go. Well, now you can have multiple links in your profile. I was like, that is the maximalism I'm looking for. I want to go to someone's page and have to scroll for two swipes to get to their photos. <laughs> well, I'm just sort of like, it took us this long Instagram to put multiple links. And then they like throw a party. They're like, we're innovating. And I'm like, okay, dokie. <laughs> they're so scared of anyone leaving the platform that they're like mm -mm. that's like the giggity gag yeah i'm like mama i'm coming back to you always i'm coming back to you literally moving along to another favorite person of mine ex-official at yay's school sues saying he was fired after complaining about dismissal conditions Kanye West <laughs> doing something <laughs> requiring a lawsuit. Shocking. A former official and teacher who worked at two schools. He has two schools now. Oh. He should maybe go back to one of them. Oop. The rapper formerly known as Kanye West is suing the artist and his Christian academies, alleging in a lawsuit filed Thursday that they had dismissed dis dismal sanitation. Oh, it's not dismissal. It's dismal. <laughs> So I guess we need to go back to school because I was right there with you. Yes. I was like, this dismissal is needing to be dismissed. I was like, wow, these kids need to get picked up after school. Uh, 
Um, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I'll go to Yay's school. Which one is uh focuses on hooked on phonics? Yay or nay? Dismal <laughs> sanitation, electrical problems, and windows and a skylight that were left empty because Yay allegedly didn't like glass. Chris, you're literally just saying shit now. I don't even know what you just said. Like I've tried to string together any of those words and they were not meant to be together. <laughs> I was also trying to do that, and I was the reader. I'm like, wow, everything including Ye or Kanye West is just always so confusing and always such a problem. We're going to move on to someone I do actually care about. Uh, Would Dolly Parton want to live on forever in AI form? Here's what she says. I mean, (laughs) these are so stupid. Like, Dolly Parton is going to be like, y'all, I just want to live. Like, what? I thought you were going to play an audio of her being like, well, yes, I do like AI. Like, I was waiting for, I don't know why I thought there'd be like a sound bite. I was so perched for it. No, I'm so sorry. We don't have that kind of budget on this uh, podcast. As you can tell, uh, I don't But even if know I how- want, if, if we get an AI dolly, I want it to be like, have you ever been at an airport where they have like a cardboard cutout and then like a face projected onto it? Like, I want that level of uncanny dolly. No, that's like my favorite level of like black mirror that we're getting into are like the cardboard cutouts that look so horrific. I love it. But are like, do you need to get to your flight? I'm like, yeah, I do. Tell me more. It's so crazy because it's not helpful. It's not attractive. And it's borderline scary. Like it's it doesn't really accomplish what it wants to accomplish. No, it's it's horrifying. While Dolly Parton is feeling iffy about the AI life, the country music legend revealed that she isn't interested in living and performing music forever in AI form while speaking at London press conference. I think I've left a great body of work behind, but as... Dismal. The word is dismal. Dismal. Yeah, <laughs> she's basically just like, no, and honestly, that's kind of how I felt about Dolly's it. Dolly's like, let me die, doll. Let me die. <laughs> Literally, I'm like, guys, why does everybody want to live forever? I, like, if I died tomorrow, I feel so content with what I did in life. I did more than I could have ever imagined. So I think what you're expressing now is something my therapist has told me is suicide ideation, which is different from suicidal thoughts, but apparently just as bad. (laughs) Newsflash for me. Well, fun thing about this podcast is I always have therapy right after it. So we'll just add that one to the list. Perfect. Are you Olivia Rodrigo, Stan? I am. I was blasting vampire all day today. (laughs) Stop! I love it. And you know what I love about it is the, I'm sure that you're in on the like social media pop cultureness of who the song is about. Is it about Taylor Swift? Vampire? Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh my God. First of all, would love that. That's like a whole different tangent that I would love to jump on because I saw a tweet the other day that was like talking about how Olivia Rodrigo was like doing ads for Taylor around the time that her album's coming out during Sour. And then, of course, like the songwriting lawsuit happened where Taylor got writing credits for the song. And someone was like, wow, she loved her so much. She sued her little ass. And I thought that was funny. But no, I was dying at this song is supposedly about this boy that I guess also dated Madison Beer. Oh, Zach Bia. Uh, and I guess Madison Beer's song got like a big push of streams after Vampire came out because people wanted to compare them. And Madison tweeted back saying, like, thanks, Olivia. And that's the kind of, like, 
I don't know. That's the kind of pop culture moment that I just, I crave. And so I've just been like telling everyone about it. I will call my mom after this and tell her and she won't know any of those words, but I'll be like, listen. Oh my God. How is your mom? I miss her. She's good. I was just on the phone with her yesterday. She's loving the show. I've had to tell her to stop reading reviews. (laughs) (laughs) She's in like defense mode. Because she's like, they don't get it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I told her I'm with you, but also maybe don't read that. (laughs) <laughs> are the are the review wait are the reviews bad i mean there's like a mix there's people who so here's the thing about glamorous we all, while we were making it we all were like we're making trash tv like we were all in on the fact that it is like a hate watch special it's corny it's cringy it is so silly which is absolutely by design it's camp it's camp as hell and some of these reviews that have come in have been like this show just is so silly and it seems like they don't know it and it's like no we 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 got kim control for a reason like we knew what we were doing um but i also love it like i'm very happy to be hate watched by the way i have never really seen anything with kim control i know i'm this has like inspired me to get into sex in the city i know i know i know i know oh my god i'm gonna hang up but oh my god seeing you act alongside her was like just unreal it's surreal i still can't believe it when i watch any clips or see any photos where i'm like oh my god that was literally my life for like six months that's crazy no it was like crazy like just watching you on my tv (laughs) with like that kind of color grading honey i was like ah those lens flares that look like we're in star trek the lens flares. I was like, I just know some lighting gal like had to put those in the corner of every shot. The amount of hours, I'm not even joking. The amount of times we were shooting, we'd have to redo a take because they needed the light to hit something in the background a certain way. There's like a shot in the first episode where I see Kim for the first time. And as I like have my sort of like, is that moment they like roll by these like metal mannequins that are like department stores. And we did that take maybe 12 times at five in the morning and everyone wanted to go home so bad, but they were like, we have to get the lens flare, right? Just for us to like, (laughs) I saw a comment the other day and I'm not fluent in Spanish at all, but I can understand a little bit. And I was reading this tweet that came through and the only thing I could understand is I like it, but why is it shot like Transformers? It's so And I was like, yes, baby, this is our this is our review status. That is frightfully accurate. I love it. It feels that one point we're in like the boardroom and it looks like we're all in the afterlife. Like everyone <laughs> looks like they're in heaven. It's so crazy. I'm obsessed with it. That's how I felt with every scene that was in like her office. I was like, girl, oh my god, she's got the glamour and the fantasy. The camera tests for our show were fierce as hell. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, you're going to look nine years old. And I was like, (laughs) okay. (laughs) I'm fucking dead. Well, I want to talk about Glamorous in a little bit, but I do want to get to another voicemail. So hit it, DJ. Hi, Chris and friends. Hi. I saw your Instagram story asking for um, secrets that you've never told. So this is the story about the time I dislocated my jaw and ended up in the ER uh, while having sex. I'm listening. Um, It was my senior prom night. And after prom, my boyfriend and I had 
gone back home um, and started to have sex, mm-hmm. and he reached around to, like, grab my face to kiss me, and in, like, a freak accident, accidentally ended up dislocating my jaw, um, and we couldn't get it popped back into place. And so at, like, 3 in the morning, uh, we had to call my parents on the way to the emergency room to tell them that I had dislocated my jaw. Um, the story we told them was that we were just uh, roughhousing after prom with some friends, and that had happened. They still don't know that it happened during sex. And all the nurses in the ER uh continuously asked me if he had beat me, Um, and that's why my jaw was dislocated. So I had to convince, like, six nurses and three doctors and both my parents that my boyfriend did not beat me and tried to convince them that I had dislocated my jaw while we were roughhousing and wrestling when really it was because we were having sex. Uh, meanwhile, we're still together, and it's a story that we love to laugh about now that it's done and over with. Uh, but he felt really bad, uh, but it was a fun story, and uh, yeah. love you guys. Oh, lo- yeah, love you too. At that point, I would have just said, listen, we are trying to have anal, okay? I mean, that there is no way. I mean, she had to convince three nurses, two doctors, and a partridge in a pear tree that she wasn't getting beaten at that point, I would have just said, like, nope, we're just trying to have sex. Maybe I'm disgusting, but I'm like, I don't believe that y'all, it was because he reached around to kiss you. Like, I, I, I don't know. When I hear, like, my jaw dislocated during sex, there's, like, one place my mind goes. And that's the story that I was expecting. And I'm like, make use of it. <laughs> yep, 100%. I was, like, waiting for her to say I tried to fit the the rod and the the two balls in all at once like yeah. come on come on god tried to give you a gift and you got to take the gift where you get it yeah he can lead you to it he can lead you through it <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> she really blew her chances here yeah we could go well, all day. clearly not i know we really could just go all day i'm trying to fix myself <laughs> i i know it's it's hard trust me but he wasn't apparently. Um, now, okay, we're gonna just get back to glamorous. Um, when I when I saw the opening of glamorous, I nearly shit my bed because I was watching Kid BOV all over again. Imagine me finally making it to television, finally getting my moment. I get to first day of set. I'm so excited to finally do this thing I've wanted to do my whole life. And they put me in front of a ring light and they say, (laughs) just improv a little bit. Imagine my nightmare. Oh, them trying to explain jump cuts to me. They were like, okay, so in between each sentence, we need you to like move a little bit. And I like my like eyebrows started to like droop. Like it was like so horrible. Um, But, you know, I will say like we talk about how gay actors need to be playing gay roles because they understand it. And um, I think this is the same. Like, I don't think anyone who's not a YouTuber is allowed to play a YouTuber because there's a level of identity and trauma that comes with it. And uh, I was really happy to channel that into the show. (laughs) No, it was, I really actually did have that thought about halfway through the first season where uh, you did some mannerism and it was so 
like accurate without like the a boardroom of like old men trying to write like a millennial or whatever yeah. or a Gen Z. Like you that like you really saved that from being so unbearable. <laughs> like you really did though, because you had that background in it that it wasn't yeah. just like some it's like when like Jessica Chastain is like trying to play it. It's just like, Jesus Christ, do you even own a cell phone? Oh my God, Jessica Chastain doing Glamorous would be so crazy. <laughs> I kind of want it. Imagine her as Marco Mejia. Ah! No, she the amount of work she would do, like her script would have like notes all over it in a way that like mine had like, I don't know, food stains and shit like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It was really funny because um, I was really scared that people watching it would not understand that we were kind of making fun of that. Like the whole time on the show, we're making fun of the Gen Z social media prototype right oh my god a hundred percent and I, my biggest fear is that people would watch it and be like they don't realize they're being corny right now and i was like believe me i have 10 years of youtube videos locked away in a vault somewhere to show that i know exactly what this is i will say also something that was so embarrassing that i want to get off my chest because they cut it in the episode do it girl they we shot like you know i think it was, I, I was gonna say 20 it's actually probably like eight or nine like youtube montage clips where it's like me doing all these different challenges like we did one where i like painted my face green and then like keyed it out in a green screen and that was supposed to like be in the opening scene and it, it got cut but the one that they cut that made me very upset was they had me do a tiktok dance and it's not just that they had me do a tiktok dance they had me choreograph it so i had to like go home and like research tiktok dances and like try to put one together and then on the day I had to do it for like a minute straight over and over and over again. And that was the moment that Kim Cattrall visited set for the first time. And so that was how I met Kim. <laughs> and so literally my one of my first moments ever meeting one of my idols was while I was doing a TikTok dance. And I like couldn't quite convey to her that I was like, I don't like this. I don't want to be doing this. I'm being hired. Like, this is funny. Like, we're making fun of me. You can laugh. Like, it was so humiliating. And then they cut it from the episode. So I'm like, I went through all of that. And for what? For what? <laughs> Did you and Kim head it off, though? Our initial moment was like the the tell of our, like, everything I needed from her, which is um, the first time we properly got to speak when we weren't working was I we were doing the camera tests and we were in the same makeup trailer while they were like figuring out what we were going to look like. And I walked over to her to say hi. And at the time I was wearing this like oversized button down with like basically no pants. And I was like, hi, it's so nice to meet you. And she was like, well, look at you. And I was like, who needs pants? And she goes, who needs them? And I was like, okay, we're in, we've got some banter. We've got some little silliness and, it's great. I mean, also, I'm supposed to be terrified of her in the show, and I kind of am in real life because I've idolized her for so much. So, like, she's like an icon. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like starstruck. It like played perfectly in the show. So I still can't believe it. If you put her in front of me now, even after six months of working together, I would still be like, <laughs> hi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, do you think that that comes from like growing up in like a random town in the middle of nowhere that like you still have that? like giddiness around like those level people 
Yeah, and also someone like her, like she has what I lovingly call like TV face, where it's like (laughs) she has the kind of look and the kind of presence that like you only have if you are on television and you only have if you're in movies. Like, so when you're around her, you're there's no fear of accidentally like becoming like too comfortable or humanizing her too much. Like you're not going to because she's clearly a television icon from the second your eyes. She's got TV face. She's got TV face. And with the right amount of um, eventual surgery, I will probably get to TV face too. Believe me, when I get my cheeks out to there, you'll be intimidated by me. I was I, it's so funny. I was watching one of the episodes last night and I like was having that thought of like, Hmm. Like, I wonder if she's got work done. Not in like a judgy way, just like as a. I'm so blind to it all. Like, truly, I, I'm so. Well, I also live in such a transnormative of like, to me, plastic surgery is like so not something that I'm like. To me, it seems so like necessary sometimes. So I'm like, yeah. When I see people, like, there's a drag queen who has had so much plastic surgery who I love. And. I my brain doesn't understand like that she's had work done. I'm like, no, this is just like she's been touched by an angel. This is what everyone does. <laughs> yeah, the doctor's name was Doctor Angel. <laughs> Doctor Angel, yeah, Angel Martinez. He's down the street. Um, <laughs> no, but it's also that she, like I'm blind to just visual perception in general. Me and my friends always joke that like I don't understand what a average like cis woman or cis man looks like. Same. So, like, I will see my friend who, like, has a mustache but is wearing makeup, and I'll be like, you're, like, passing today. Like, you're, like, woman today. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I think we're delusional. I think, like, we're, we're like, mind numb. But, like, um, wouldn't you so much rather have it be that way? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Someone commented on my Time magazine thing. Um, they were trying to be transphobic, and they were like, well, it seems like this man's had a lot of good work done. And I was like, Oh my god, you think that I had FFS already? Ow. Thank you so much. You think I look good? <laughs> I was so touched by that. I was like, good work. That's nice. Like, he was basically calling me beautiful. Like, if you really think about it. That's all I heard out of it. He was literally like, wow, this man is stunning. And I'm like, I'll take that. That's all I heard out of it was that you're gorgeous. <laughs> That's all my little fish brain can <laughs> make of that. Listen, run with it, girl. Like, that's all you can do most days. <laughs> I had a question about the writing of the show. How much of that was like, because you're very quick on your feet. You make, you're smart. You make like crazy references and like you throw shades so effortless, effortless whatever that word is what you're saying is i mean which you can just say it i mean it's all right (laughs) no no i don't think no 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 if i i mean like listen i'm the biggest bitch alive if i was gonna call anybody mean i would just call them mean oh don't say that you're barely alive (laughs) (laughs) right 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 but no there was just like the rita aura thing like the this flopped harder than a Katy perry like just all of these like little things that were so like I'm gay. I can't do math. Like, were you, did someone write those or did you add that to the show? Um, I wish I could take full credit for all of that, but Jordan Ardino is like a advanced homosexual and he is also the writer of the show. So he, he's very privy to like 
cultural references and pop culture moments. But I will say, like, I signed on to this project four years ago. And in those four years that it's been in development, it's been rewritten a million times. And I've stayed really close with Jordan through that whole process. So there's a lot of moments written into it that are moments that like we've talked about and we've bantered about it. We've done bits about. And then in the moment on set, there's times where we'll do alt readings of like, okay, instead of saying this flopped harder than this, we'll like throw a couple other things in there. Um, and that always becomes really collaborative. Uh, but I mean, yeah, we had a, a room full of queer writers. So like, of course, all of the jokes just felt gay. <laughs> yeah, it really hit. And like, I noticed that like, yeah, it could get a little campy, but I really felt that for one of the first times watching a show with Gen Z and like this younger kind of uh, dialect, if that's a thing. Um, yeah. Like just, it felt really natural and not like weird. Yeah. I don't know. I was very like impressed with it. And also I think I wrote some of them down because I was like, okay, so I need to start incorporating these <laughs> into my everyday life because some of them were absolutely insane. I, yeah, I, I had so much fun with it. I mean, one of my favorite, I didn't even get to deliver this line, but one of my favorite lines is later in the show, um, one of the characters reveals that my character is a top and the other character's response is top what? Top model? And I just thought that was so <laughs> I was really proud of that. Um, but like, see, that's what I, it, it just, everything hit so well. And I just... I appreciate that. And I want to call out to, like, we wanted to go even further a lot of the time. And because of the nature of television, like, we th this version of the show, believe it or not, was, like, the reined-in version. There was originally a scene where Kim Cattrall was supposed to do poppers. And it was supposed to be, Stop! like, so insane. Um, yeah, there was. there's a lot of moments. We were trying to also get, like, not saying f slur but literally saying the phrase f slur um <laughs> we were trying so hard to like do sort of more like with the girls references but you know you have to sort of get these things approved by the powers that be and sometimes it's pretty hard because i mean imagine trying to explain poppers to like a network executive um so anyway yeah I, i'm really proud of how gay the show is but it definitely you know, if we keep going, hopefully we'll be able to get away with a little more. <laughs> no, it, I, I, it was just something that I like noted. I was like, oh, thank, like it, the good references, good, like nothing like, I mean, it was, sometimes it could be a little corny, but it wasn't like corny, you know, like, I don't know how to. It was, it was in on it. That was our goal was like, we wanted to make something that felt corny, but also felt like that the audience was able to have a pass to kind of enjoy and laugh at it. Yeah. I mean, there's so there's so many times in the show that I would say stuff like, um, no way, Jose. Oh, no, wait, what did I say? No way, Shante. I'm here to slay. Like, that is such a horrible, <laughs> corny thing to make an actor say. But the only way that we could get away with it was if I, like, made it cornier. So I just, like, in that moment was like, no way, Shante. I'm here to slay. Like, as dumb as I could say it. No, it it all worked and that was like the attitude we had. <laughs> it all worked so wonderfully, I thought. Thank you. Yeah, I just I didn't expect to gravitate towards the show as much as I did. Like 
Okay. Wow. Bitch. No. Shut, <laughs> no, because what I watched. You were like, I didn't think I would like you. <laughs> shut the f*** up, okay? I'm just fucking with you. I meant, like, the kind of television I watch is, like, selling sunset. <laughs> like, it's garbage that I, like, don't have we're to... We're honestly... We're honestly less detached... Or, like, less attached to reality than that show, believe it or not. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's possible. Out of love and respect. Or maybe we're, like, on par with them. <laughs> no, but I, I don't know. I just... I Like I said, I've never really watched Sex in the City. I've never, like, I just... I scripted shows are kind of hard for me to get into unless it's like a murder um it's a lot of words so i just i wasn't expecting to like it as much as i did not for any other reason than it's not typically the tv i watch anyways i'm gonna stop talking um i will say that is a general comment that we get a lot and i love it like i get comments all the time on twitter especially that are like oh my god i thought i would hate this show it looked so horrible but i actually kind of like hating it (laughs) which i'm like you know what i'll take that to be clear i was not saying that i thought i was gonna hate it no, no, you said it was a flop. You said gay people should never be on TV again. You said Kim Cattrall, who? You're right. Yeah, you're right. I did say those things. Thank you for bringing those. And you were right about some of that. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. Gay people shouldn't be on TV. I cannot stand you. Um... <laughs> now, before we carry on with the rest of today's episode, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is Dipsy. If you do not know, Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short sexy audio stories designed by women for women they bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters discover stories about second chance romances adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups radically inclusive dipsy has stories for straight and queer listeners and you have never heard celebrities like this before new content is released every week so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again you can always find something new to explore they also have soothing sleep stories wellness sessions and sexy stories that you can read if that is your thing now let dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time explore your fantasies relax and unwind or just to heat things up with a partner. And for our unhinged listeners, they are offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash unhinged. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash unhinged. What is that? You didn't catch it? It's dipsystories.com slash unhinged. Let's get back to the episode. This episode is brought to you by the Weather Channel app. Did you know the app can help you forecast more than just the weather? With allergy tracking and flu risk mapping. So you know when to stay inside and load up on podcast, As well as air quality and UV indexing. So you know when to get outside, load up on sunscreen and podcast. Forecast more of what you love with the Weather Channel app. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. 
I wanted to ask you, Mary, kill Chad, Ben, and Parker. Oh my god! Like, what would you do in real life? Yeah, not Marco, but me, Miss Benny. Um, yeah, your character was ready to f- murder by the end of this season. Like, I was watching some just in bed, so stressed out. I was like, "What is he doing?" And then I'm like, "Chris, this is not your friend. You've got to watch Sex in the City." I know this is why I was like, I need to. Because truly Carrie, Carrie is Marco. Marco is Carrie. Like I it was hard for me. I was like, bitch, get your shit together. But Marco's a mess. But hey, if straight people get to see themselves be messy, so do queer people. Okay. <laughs> and I loved it. It just was stressful because I was so invested in it. I know. Okay, okay, okay. So I I would As um, Miss Benny, who would you f- marry Kill? As Miss Benny, I would I would, f- I mean, I'd have to f- Chad just for the story. Um, <laughs> but I also feel like we have, I mean, we joke like Zane Phillips, who plays Chad, is obviously extremely attractive, but the character Chad is like kind of sexless. Like he's, insufferable. It kind of feels like if he like pulled his pants down, he'd have like the Ken mound, the Ken bulge. Yeah. So like, I, I think I just want to see what was going on in there. So I'd be like, yeah, let's, we're going to. F- um, I'd probably marry Miss Benny would marry Ben um, oh, because I like men who are very flustered and intimidated by me. <laughs> ben, I swear to God, I like think I have a crush on the actor now because of how much. Yeah, I do too. Like what? <laughs> the f- I'm obsessed with Ben. Unfortunately, Michael C. Rosen is also, like, even better in person. I, like, genuinely, when I met him, I remember calling my friend being like, this is going to be a huge problem for me if this show's a hit because I'm going to have to not be in love with this person for, like, who knows how long. Um, And then I started working with him, and I was like, he's my sister. He's so annoying, but... Well, slip your sister my number, please. Um, Oh, my God, please. And then you would kill Parker? I would have to kill Parker, but I would not kill Graham Parkhurst, who plays Parker, because I he is also. No, we're like, talking about the characters, girl. Don't loosen up. Yeah, I would. I would kill Parker though, because I think that um, first of all, he. I don't think he's featuring Miss Benny if he's not featuring Marco, <laughs> and Period. also, um, I think that like fantasizing about what that like fun murder would be like. I actually, in real life, when we filmed one of our sex scenes, I was wearing these high heels that had spikes on the tip that were, like, legitimately... The silver ones? Yeah, they had, like, these... It was, like, these Alexander McQueen shoes that were legitimately a weapon, and they were sharp. I don't know why the hell they were sharp, but they were sharp. And during the sex scene, (laughs) Graham is, like, fully naked and greasy because he's supposed to have, like, just gotten out of the shower. And then I'm fully clothed with, like, feathers on my body. Like, they really (laughs) were just, like, we're not going to show any skin on this show from Miss Biddy. I was like, okay, I won't take that personal. And then I'm supposed to whip (laughs) Graham around. And one of the takes we did, um, when I whipped around, I heard, like, a pop as if you, like, stepped on a balloon or something. And I was like, that's weird. And I pushed him down and like started to kiss him. And then he was making this face. And I was like, I guess my, I guess I, I need like a mint or something. Like, damn, like he's really not featuring this kiss. And then I was like, are you okay? And he was like, I think something happened to my foot. And we looked down and there was a pool of blood because he had stepped on the spikes. Um, And so, yeah, I guess I would kill Parker because I've seen his blood on his apartment floor. Yeah. Oh. And I do think now he owns part of Netflix because of that. So 
honestly slay. That's uh, that's how that goes. They caught a case real quick. No, I literally, when it happened, I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's totally because of production, not me, right? Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> You're like, I wouldn't have picked these shoes just for the record, even though I probably would have. I was like, oh my God, it's so horrible that Wardrobe made me put these on and I didn't run to them and say, oh my God, I want these. <laughs> <laughs> Parker, I really thought when you guys went to P-Town, he was going to kill you. He gave me such serial killer vibes. And I don't know if that was him or his fucking apartment, but I was like, oh my God, like Marco, run, bitch. Like, run. I know, so brutal. His, I don't know if we actually got to see it in the show, but like the set builders were so good at like making his apartment feel as creepy as possible. Like, if you opened his fridge, it was all like protein and like electrolyte drinks. There was like no food. It was like stacked from the front to the back on every shelf. And then the top of his fridge was just like different, like, protein powders like that's like a true nightmare insane and then his closet had like 10 fedoras stacked on like one of the shelves and we were like no who the hell it was crazy that see i don't feel wrong for thinking he was gonna kill you then so there yeah but marco was marco was down for it marco was like kill me daddy please (laughs) i know and i was like marco can you get a fucking grip and some self-respect i know (laughs) <laughs> oh my god i was like so mad i was like if you don't take ben i will i swear to god you'll be gagged if i know there are a lot of people who are team parker and by the way Ew! on set on set like the crew and the cast i mean there were times that i was back and forth like it, you i understand the charm i mean and you have to watch sex in the city you have to I watch will, sex no. in the city because there is an incredible love triangle that is even more infuriating than this one that like you you'll understand when you watch that no, like this show, I don't know what, maybe it was like the Kim control of it all and like this like glamorous fashion beauty world thing. But I was like, oh my God, I think I'd be really into sex in the city. Like, I think the time is now. You would love it. It's one of the perfect TV shows. Like, it is just so good. Um, now in the show, they ask you what your favorite drag queen is that is not on RuPaul's Drag Race. Who is? Who are like your favorite queens? Like, I don't care if they're from RuPaul's. Like, I have gotten dangerously into drag race like addicted and i want to know um well i will say one of my favorite drag queens is actually we got her in the show she was like very inspiring to me for both my transition and just as a performer her name is chiquitita she's in new york um and when they were casting drag queens for the show i me and jordan were sort of coming up with a list of girls we wanted and i I presented a list and she was number one on that list and they got her which was so crazy i was like wearing her merch when she came to set and i was like stop that's so cute so she's one of my absolute favorites, but also like I have this fantasy of working with trixie mattel on a potential season (gasps) two and i have this dream that um for one scene in the show without any explanation or acknowledgement we replace kim cattrall with trixie as madeline and then the next scene, it's back to Kim. And we never address it. <laughs> like, we all come into the room and we're like, Madeline, your meeting's in five. And it's Trixie being like, okay, I guess I'll go to the meeting. Like, that's my dream. Just like um, one line. I'm a, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. And of course, like, actually, Monet Exchange is one of my favorite drag queens. And so when they when Jordan wrote the script for the show, it was scripted as Monet from the beginning. But I was like, we're not going to get Monet. Like, uh, we're going to have to work backwards because she's so busy. And I think at the time she had a tour booked. So it was just like, this isn't going to happen. And then 
somebody had the the wits to be like, oh, let's book her like months in advance so that we can be sure we have her. And when I tell you the red carpet that was rolled out for her, like we had like catering that we had never had any other day. We had like <laughs> people that were escorting us around on set who had like never worked there before. Like it was as if we were like, we were like Game of Thrones or something. <laughs> and then she forgot about us. I was gonna I, she did a podcast and she forgot. I was crying. This came up like on my TikTok or something. I was like physically in tears. I don't know if Monet was stoned or what, but oh, it's like, oh no, I haven't heard of Glamorous. Oh wait, I was on the show. I mean, I was like in tears. The texts that I got from people being like, have you listened to this week's Sibling Watchery? And I was like, no, oh my God, is it funny? They were like, you need to go to about eight minutes in and watch. And I was cackling. And I also was cackling. So I posted that on TikTok and I posted it on Instagram. And it was so funny. And then Monet messaged me and was like, girl, I was stoned out of my mind on that podcast. And I was fighting for my life. Called it. And I was like, oh, okay. That makes more sense. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh, my God. Of course, now we love to like post about it and be like, it was so great having Monet. And I know it was just so unforgettable for her to be here. So, <laughs> no, I was like dying when I saw that. <laughs> now, what's next for you, babe? Are you doing more music? Are you doing a season two? Fingers crossed. Well, I'll say this. I know that Netflix is really happy with the response of the show so far. Um, like the best thing that people can do is like keep posting about it and keep telling their friends about it. I know that people are already doing that and we're seeing that, but I definitely would say like to make a show that is not just queer, but also about a trans character is very, very hard. <laughs> it took us five years to get it made. And so if people want more of it, be very loud about it. But yeah, we're very hopeful about a season two. I'm just generally very excited right now because I feel like the last couple of years of my life have led up to this sort of moment. Um, I just put out my first EP. I just put out my first TV show. And so I'm sort of just excited to see what happens next. I'm writing a bunch and just keeping my, keeping my schedule open for whatever comes my way, but we'll see. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. You really, I could just like talk about it all day and maybe I will, who knows, but I just, it's so, so cool to just watch you go. Like, thank you. I really appreciate that. Like, especially just having known you for so long, seeing just all the different things, like I said earlier, that you've done. And to now, like you said, feel like the last couple of years was like build up for this moment. It feels so like exactly that. It feels so correct. Like, uh, I'm just so happy for you. Thank you. I really, I really was so excited to talk to you today because I, it, it's very rare I get to talk to somebody, especially during press, that I actually like know. And I've always, I mean, we've known each other as we've established so long, and I've always admired your work ethic. I mean, oh. I, I've crumbled so many times doing what you and I have done, and the fact that you have like always been killing it and always found a way to navigate it is really. Oh no, girl! I'm in my crumble era, girl. I'm in my crumble cookie era. <laughs> no, and that's I will say, like I've seen you talk about it recently, and I think it's really impressive the way that you've been able to talk to people about it and still be good at talking about it like i don't know like most of us just dipped 
and like came back and were like, that was silly of me. <laughs> no, which I'm sort of like, wow, so I'm the idiot <laughs> who is afraid to dip. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's really it's really impressive to me. And so I was really excited when I knew we were gonna talk today. Oh my god, same. I need you to let me know when you're on the East Coast and girl, like you're always welcome in Delaware. I know it's like what's in Delaware and girl, I will never come, but if you ever just need like a weekend of peace, you're always welcome. No, I would love it. Now, um, the o- exact opposite of a weekend of peace is the game I've created for this, which is <laughs> just so campy. It's called Glamorous or Hideous. Okay. And since Glamorous is on Netflix, we're going to do Netflix shows. Okay. So obviously, if you like the show, you're going to say it's Glamorous. And if you think it's hideous, or if you think you hate it, you're yeah, we get it. I don't know why I'm trying to explain the most mundane rules ever. No, no, no. Let's talk about it further. So the word glamorous and the word hideous, the meanings are. <laughs> um, the country of origin was Great Britain. And um, <laughs> no, f- first up, we have Inventing Anna. Inventing Anna. Um, have you seen? I'm going to be honest. Don't hurt me. Um, I haven't seen it. This is so corny. I, I haven't seen it because I really wanted to be on that show. And I, 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 it didn't happen for her after she campaigned. Um, I, I, but that's so corny to say shit like that. So please don't make this into like, Miss Benny comes clean. Um, no, I mean, one, like the Delaware in me is like obsessed with that, like little like insider scoop, if we can even call it that. But like, I also just am like a di- like that's become one of my like falling asleep shows because I've seen it so many times that it's like I don't need to pay attention. <gasps> the scripts that I was given for it were so good that I was like I need this show. But if I had gotten that show, I don't think I think the timelines would have f-ed up and it would have stopped me from a couple other things I needed to be present for. Everything happens for a reason. It does. And you know, watching the clips I have seen from it, it looks incredible. It's obviously like an Emmy show. Like it's a great show. I'm just a bitter Betty and haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> but I love Julia Garner. Like I'm obsessed with her. And that's part of why I wanted to be on it so bad because I wanted to work with her. And so she kills that. Yeah. But you have a bunch of mutual friends with her, I feel. No? I've run around and like we, I've run around. I've seen her out and about, but I've never said hi. I was at an event that she was also at and she looked so cool. And there was a table where it was her, Paul Mescal, and shit, there was someone else really cool with her. And I remember thinking like this table is like beyond my reach. I need to just like observe and enjoy. <laughs> Girl, nothing is beyond your reach. Maybe it, now, maybe now if I, yeah. if I went there, I'd be like, hi. T. TTT. Chelsea does. Glamorous or hideous? Glamorous. Absolutely. Good answer. I was going to have to like yeah. literally stop the game if you said hideous. The crown. A little red dot on my forehead starts. <laughs> I say it wrong. Literally. I'm like, that is not a filter, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, The crown. Uh, I'm going to have. Okay. I'm going to say hideous, but I know that I'm wrong for that. No, you're not. I. My family loves the show. My friends love the show. I don't think I have the attention span for it. But every time I see clips of it, I'm like, I get you. Yeah. I watched for like the Princess Diana tease. And then that lasted a season. And I was like, I'm so sorry. These people are so inbred in real life. I (laughs) can't. I I just have such a low tolerance for the royal family. It really is. I don't know why. I just couldn't find it less interesting if I tried. I wish I did, because the people who love it, love it. Love it. Oh, my God. They love it. They eat that up. They they love those things. And there's so much for them. So I'm like, oh, I wish I was you. 
Same. And I, I just, I don't think I'll ever be one of those girls. I mean, it was well shot and it was pretty, but I just, yeah, it's once again, not the kind of television I'm into. I'm like, show us the murder, like open up that you actually killed Diana, bitch. <laughs> Next up, Black Mirror. Black Mirror is glamorous as hell to me. I love that show. I've always loved that show. I will say I'm also annoying in the fact that I have not seen the new season because it came out the same week as my show. <laughs> and I was like, hold on. I haven't seen it either, honestly. Um, but I do love that show. And the fact that like that glamorous is like on the same global top 10. Like we're in like was- the top five. Black Mirror is like insane to me. It's like such a dream come true. I was gonna say that earlier that like seeing you guys in that spot, I was just so ex. I feel like I'm just like literally like frothing at the mouth for you in the show, but like I genuinely am just so excited for it. Like that is crazy. It's always wild when like my friends do these things and then shit like netflix it's on just like the global top five i'm like what it's weird i i feel that way i feel that way anytime i watch any of us have these moments where it's just like how did we all go from like how did we do this (laughs) how did we get here you know no literally i would i would say black mirror is like a little hideous for me Mm. i love like listen i love the show and it is really good but it has caused me so many actual sleepless nights. Of course. And I just feel like life is already Black Mirror enough that, like, I don't think we need to give anybody else more ideas. I know. Like, I remember watching this, the Dallas Howard one. Bryce Dallas Uh Howard, is that her name? Um, And Mm -hmm. it's, like, the one where you can, like, rank everyone. And I'm like, oh, my God, we are, like, literally six years away from that. We are literally, like, so... on threads right now. (laughs) Literally! By the way, when you get on threads, it like asks you to import your Instagram details. So you can like use the same bio, use the same whatever. And then one of the things you can do is use the same follow list. Like you can be like, oh, I want to follow all the same people I follow on Instagram. And because of that, like you start with zero followers, but as people make accounts, your followers like join you over there. And so like all the last like 24 hours, I've just been like, it's so bad, but I find myself like checking that number and it's it's the same people. It's nothing new. No. <laughs> I, I would get the same technical effect of like scrolling through my follower list, but for some reason it's a dopamine release. I'm like, oh, they're finding me. I'm going, I'm blowing up, but it's literally the same crowd. And I, I feel like I'm in that episode because I'm like, I'm valuing it so much. <laughs> no, I get it. Like, Trust me, my numbers have, are on the decline, and any time that number goes up, I'm like, oh my god, anybody big, anybody anything? And I'm like, oh my god, Chris, this is so pathetic, you're better than this. And I'm like, well, clearly not. Oh, yeah, I've tried to stop telling myself I'm better than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I think I really should just kind of accept the fate that I'm not, because I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. Um. Next up, we have The Watcher. The Watcher's the Jennifer Coolidge show, right? Absolutely. Not The Witcher. I get them confused. Okay. (laughs) I loved The Watcher. It was, I think it could have been more campy. I think it kind of grounded itself a little too much. I feel like it wrapped up pretty quickly. Yeah, I definitely, I think they're making more of it. I I don't know because... It, like it was based on a true story, but then they were like, "Well, we're gonna play with the ending," and I'm like, "They're like J.K. Babes." 
well, wait a damn minute. You can't do that. <laughs> and so, yeah, I, I, I mean, I also thought like kind of the whole time, why did they not just put a ring camera on the fucking mailbox? But the way that I would have left that house the first day and been like, you deal with this. Like I, I could not literally, I'm like, the house is like, yeah, it's pretty. It's not that nice to be putting up with that. When I was filming in Toronto for Glamorous, there was, I like almost can't talk about it. It was so crazy, but I was staying in this one place and um, this person who I guess had stayed in the place that I was staying in came to the front door one night. And so I had just ordered Postmates. I was going to go sit on the porch and just like eat and like watch Survivor. And I opened my front door all excited because it's the end of the day of work. And I opened the door and there's just a woman standing out there. It's staring. And I literally was like, it was so scary. She started to like threaten me. She was like, I lived in this house for years. Why are you here? And she was asking to call the um, the owner of the place. But I was like, I don't know this person. They're like just like a landlord. Like I literally found them online. Like I don't know who this is. And so I literally like had to pack. I packed like as much of my stuff as I could that night and like left and stayed at my co-star's place. And then literally the next day I like told production, it was like, I need to, when I go home, relocate, not be there. Yeah. I was like, so then literally they like, they were so sweet about it. And they, they sent somebody to basically like pack up my place. And then they put me in a new, they put me in a hotel for like two days. And then I got a new place that was like so nice, but I, I don't mess around with that. I was like the second somebody like knocked on the door or not even knocked. They were just standing at the door waiting for me. I was like already looking at Airbnbs in my head. Like I was already like out of the door. No, I don't blame you. So the watcher, I was like, if I got a, if I got a letter from anybody that was handwritten, it's lights out. Yeah. Like I, I don't think I'm that smart, but I would be smart enough to know better than that. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, have you seen the documentary Bad Vegan? No. Oh my god, that was crazy. Is that glam or hideous? It was like, I don't even know how to rate this game because like on one hand, it's like I enjoyed watching it, but then like the contents of it, I would say this one was like hideous. Based off the title, like... This woman basically like owns a restaurant comes into contact with this guy who, like... And I might be misremembering some of this, which is shocking to no one. Um, (laughs) And she owns this, like, popular vegan restaurant. Her restaurant staff is, like, her family. She has this dog that she loves. And this man comes along and basically says, I can help your dog live forever. And that... Which, right then, I had a hard time of, like... I would be like, so do you have an extra brownie I can have? Because what? Like... (laughs) I, I, it just like from the get, I was like, so this woman's just stupid. Right. Like I, I just, I really didn't understand that it was like all kind of on the operation that this man would make her dog live forever. So he basically like drains her financially and (laughs) then like disappear. It was, it was just one of those things of like, am I watching a scripted show like the watcher or is this like a real thing? It was like a real thing. I don't know. It was detached from reality at that point. Yeah, it just was, like, pretty hard to, like, a picture this, like, hap... I don't know. It was just... Bad Vegan is an incredible title, though. They really ate with that. No, they did, and it was vegan. Soy chicken burger. (laughs) 
then <laughs> they said, here's a Beyond Burger, bitch. Uh, selling Sunset. Um, I'm going to say that's glamorous. I will say I only have been privy to the first season. Um, and I, I'm forgetting the name of the blonde girl that's, like, iconic. Which one? <laughs> I mean, right. No, honestly. No, the one that's, like, kind of a serial killer. Uh, Christine? Yes. Yes. Everything to me. She scares... The, like, it. that's one of those shows where I'm like, okay, it's clearly a scripted show. It's basically The Hills remade. <laughs> like, she makes me so uncomfortable. It's crazy. I idolize so many women who there's just something about the type of woman who like understands reality TV in the way that she does where they like, they get on that set and they're like, I'm about to do essentially what Olympians do (laughs) when they run these like huge races. Like I'm about to do what like these muscly bodybuilders do when they like lift 7,000 pounds. Like I'm about to do all of that and you're going to love it. No, yeah, she really goes in there with like the the match lit, the the dynamite ready, and it 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 is kind of inspiring, but it is. Yeah, I would say it's glamorous too. I love that show. <laughs> it's also become my falling asleep show, which is I, so embarrassing. You're like, I will never watch Sex in the City, but what I will watch is Selling Sunset. <laughs> like nine hundred times, like I would say that probably seventy six percent of the streams of that show are me, and it's I'm not proud of it. Like I'm, I love that. I'm not. I don't. You sound pretty proud of it, so maybe reconsider. <laughs> do, do I? Pride Month is over. I feel shame now. It's okay. Last, uh, we're moving on to just the final voicemail, and we're going to wrap this up. So hit it, DJ. I was okay. also kind of so over the game. <laughs> I really need your help. Okay. Pretty much, I'm non-binary, and I've been changing my whole name, pretty much. So I chose for my first name a year ago, Teddy. And I like it because it's gender neutral and it's just simple to me, at least. But I cannot find a middle name. Or just I can't find anything that goes good with Teddy. So I really need your help. I'm fine if it's gender neutral or like on the feminine side. I'm not so into the masculine side because I feel like Teddy does fall more on the masculine side. I don't know. I just really need your help. I cannot think of anything, and I don't want to change my name legally until I have my middle name situated. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for calling, and that is so cute. Oh, my God. I feel, like, honored that you would even ask for my help in this situation. Immediately, I have, like, Teddy June or Teddy Ann. Um Teddy Ann is cute. I see. I'm a dumbass. I was like, you gotta lean in. Teddy Bear, Teddy Graham, Teddy Cloth. I tried. <laughs> I had Teddy Graham, and then when they were like, "Oh, I don't want it to be too masculine," I was like, "Well, there goes that pun." <laughs> yeah, I will say though, like I completely sympathize with um, wanting to figure it all out before you change names legally because I don't know where this person is calling from, but like getting your name like legally changed in some places is such a process um i've discovered (laughs) have you gotten yours legally changed not yet um because of the fact that i'm just like overwhelmed by having to do all of that because you have to you have to declare it in a newspaper you have to go to the dmv you have to change it on your birth certificate on your social security like there's so many things that you have to do 
just to get it changed. And also at the same time, I mean, this person's non-binary, so I don't know how they feel about this, but like having like the sex of your driver's license changed and like those kind of details, it's like so intensive. To be fair, understandably so, like it, it is like paperwork. I don't think that it's necessarily because they're like trying to put stops from people. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so I totally get wanting to be like absolutely certain. Um, I honestly would recommend, um, I, I use this a lot with funny enough, like songwriting, but there's like a million generators on um, like Google, essentially. Like if you Google like name generators, you can punch in a first name and it'll give you a, like a hundred options that start with a certain letter. And I'm not saying that you should get that so that you can be like, okay, I guess I have to go with that. But it'll it'll visualize a bunch of names. So you can see which ones look correct to you because that's how like I feel about when I was changing my name from my dead name to Miss Benny. I was like, I just needed to like see a bunch of names. And when I saw that, I was like, that keeps a piece of me that I identify with while also making it feel feminine. Um so that would be my recommendation. But I'm really rooting for Teddy Graham or Teddy Bear or Teddy Cloth. Like, I think, like, I, we need to have silliness in our names. Just in general, I feel like we need to have silliness. The world is so fucking heavy. I don't know what you're referring to. I'll do some Googling after this. <laughs> what? I, this world's not that heavy. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I want to live <laughs> under your rock, bitch. <laughs> You're like, I have therapy after this. I can give you some reasons. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. I've got a whole list just off camera to stage left or whatever. Um, Do you wear that sweatshirt to therapy? No, this is actually my new collab that's coming out with Mayfair. And Oh my God, this um, is it? This is it. It's this. I have um, a matching shorts. That say my therapist loves me, and then I have a T-shirt that's black with white that says I love my therapist. I love that. My therapist has like changed my life. Does your therapist know that you're profiting off of them? <laughs> uh, well, my therapist has profited off of me. Okay, so I think he'll live. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's always like, oh, I can't meet for the next like three weeks. I'm going on vacation, and I'm like, you're welcome. I'm like, where are you going? And he tells me and stuff, and I'm like. Honestly, I'm glad you're spending my money that way. You deserve it. <laughs> yeah. he, he always like finds it so funny. He's drawing my next tattoo. Oh my God. I love that. I love him so much. Oh my God. Oh, I love my therapist. Are you sure that your therapist isn't your favorite? <laughs> no, I mean, it, definitely. But I, I do really think I'm his favorite. So, and you're like, and I'll kill anyone who doesn't think so. <laughs> no, literally, I'm like, if you're an op, I'll get you. Oh my god! Well, Miss Benny, thank you so much for joining us today. I feel so honored to, I mean, just call you a friend, to know you, to watch you become who you've been meant to be, and I, oh, you just, I'm so proud of you. Everyone, go watch Glamorous on Netflix. Tell everybody you know to watch it yes i'm telling you absolutely this this <laughs> bisexual f needs literally a second season okay everybody go watch glamorous and chris go watch sex in the city <laughs> no you're so right like literally i'm i'm on it trust me you have my word which you have to <laughs> word coming from a white man i was gonna say you should really listen but 
my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh dear. Where Listen, can- Whitehead, you'll love that show. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Penny, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Miss Benny pretty much everywhere except for TikTok where I'm I hate Miss Benny, which is honestly the better handle of all of my handles. Um, that really is a work of art. And yeah, keep watching Glamorous on Netflix because it's doing really well and Netflix is seeing that. And if it keeps doing well, we'll get to do more of it. So that would be great. Oh, thank you so much. I don't know why my camera went out of focus, but my attention span is starting to as well. So this is okay, like good. I'm glad you acknowledge that because. I thought I was just like having a coffee burst right now. <laughs> no, I, I have been, but no, that is not the cause of that. It's just my shitty webcam. So yeah. Thank Love you guys well, for tuning so into another episode. Oh my God. Of course. Thank you for joining us. As always, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, wherever you get your podcast rate and review, and we will see you guys next week. Also, I've been working on the podcast studio and it's coming together real nice and tight. So get excited because Unhinged is about to get a much needed facelift because this is not the vibe that's for sure oh alrighty bye guys bye.